Hey, it's Matt Weston, and tonight I'm joined by the lint in my belly button, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, Taylor? I don't want to be in there. Why do I have to be in there? That's just how it works. That's Lint how it works. in the belly button. You're by the-, the way, I don't even know. You called me too early. I thought we were going to be doing this tomorrow. You called me in today. You know, you're throwing off my personal schedule. Do you not think I'm a busy man? No, I know you're a busy man. I'm a busy man too. I just had, I thought I was going to the desert tomorrow, <laughs> but I can't because listen, this is a, a consumer report for you, customer slash listener. That if you buy some from REI, don't have it shipped to the store because you may not get it in the time that you need it by. Because I was supposed to go backpacking this weekend, but I can't because the backpack I bought two weeks ago still isn't there. So I'm going to have to go two weeks later. So sadly, this all, all this means is that I had to watch the Texans play the Jets at 3.30 on Saturday. Okay, you talked a lot about your own personal problems. I'm not sure who exactly in this room is wanting to hear about what issues you had with the backpack. This dog cares a lot about this, that. This dog is passed out. I'm pretty sure she is not breathing Subconsciously, right she can hear what I'm saying. She, uh, subconsciously, yeah. she can hear. Oh, by the way, I did have to bring something up. So, with all of the hate mail that we received this past week, because, I mean, our mailman hates us now because of you. Somebody said anth- anthrax in my uh, house. It was the craziest. We had to call somebody. Either way, with the thousands of pieces of mail from our thousands of listeners, how do you feel that you were right about Houston Texans losing? Do you feel good about yourself? No, I'm Is that what good. you do? Like they, I mean, I, you're the worst fan ever, <laughs> so you might as well tell everybody how you feel. Well, like last week's game was kind of like, you know when you watch a movie and about like an hour into it, you're like, oh, I get it. I know what's going to happen. And you sit there, you enjoy the rest of it, the explosions, the kisses, the, the human drama. And like you know it's going to happen at the end but you can still enjoy the rest of it. That's how like last week was for me where and then that's even like probably I guess the climax because then the playoffs are going to happen, the same things going to happen again. But I think it was like 5 or 6 weeks ago, I came to the realization that well, what's going to happen is when the Texans play teams that can throw the ball to run the ball, they're going to win and they teams when they play teams that can throw the ball, they're going to lose. And that's what happened on Sunday it was that simple. And so I'm just expecting for it to happen come January too. The good news though is that this is still a talented team. So is Deshaun Watson. They have a lot of cap space this offseason. They have a lot of draft picks. They even if they lose to like the Chiefs in the second round or the Patriots in the second round, uh, they should still be a really good football team going forward next year too. You are the worst fan on planet Earth. Again, it's more like, hey, you know what? We'll make the playoffs. We'll get to the second round. When we lose, it's okay. It's no big deal. There's there's no hope for a Super Bowl. You have no faith. Zero. Okay. Zero that's, bit. That's great. Um. By the way, speaking of movies, so I got Spider Man tomorrow, and then I got Aquaman next Wednesday. I'm happy. for I you. feel like I got a Marvel versus DC showdown, Ooh. and it's more like it's like each side of your shoulder, you know, the yeah. yin the yang. And one's an animated versus one is a movie with a lot of animated stuff, but I'm I'm wondering which one's going to do better. Yeah, because now you have the animated with the kids. The Pixar movies make plenty of money, so why can't that make money? And well, oh, Spider Man's gonna make more money. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you? I'm where? not intrigued at all about this. I don't know anything at all about this, but Spider Man's gonna make more money. I, I think. Why are you trying to hurt my feelings? I'm not right trying now? to hurt your feelings. I think you are. James Wan made Aquaman. What is the matter with you? I, I like James Wan. He made Insidious, right? Yeah, and he also made The Conjuring. Yeah, I like He's those. a big horror guy. Yeah, yeah. So this is this works. I mean, come on, Jason Momoa, right? 
Every everybody loves him. You told me that you think he's sexy. Mm, that was in private, all right. It's not meant to be shared. That was I feel like everything should be shared here. I guess so. But I should be laying on a couch, and you should be sitting in a chair if everything's being shared. Wait. Isn't that not what we're doing? No, we're both sitting in two chairs. It's like a battle of the minds right now. It's like that scene in X-Men where they're playing plastic chess. Except I'm Magneto, and you're Professor Xavier. Wait. (laughs) Wait, hold on. You know what I'm talking about? They're playing plastic chess. That's how we're sitting right now. Wait, wait, wait. Are you you implying something right now when it comes to that? Because you just call me bald? No, I didn't call you bald. I called you short. You call me short? Yeah, yeah. But you're smarter, though. See... You know what? You're just trying to... And much yeah. more handsome. Much more handsome. Oh, no. You know what? No. No. Too late. Too late right now. Feelings are hurt. I'm done. After I just gave you your birthday gift today. This is ridiculous. You're the worst friend. Worst fan. I don't even... <laughs> how... Wh- I'm, you I'm not. I'm not worst. I'm not awful. I'm complicated, all right? You're complicated. I'm a very... Compl- Ooh, I'm very dark, mysterious, very complicated. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't, that, that sounded weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm very weird. uncomfortable. Good, good. Okay. All right, so it's Christmas time. What's your What's your favorite Christmas movie? What should I watch? Okay, it's easy, man. Just Friends. Yeah, it's it's, good. it's not even close, and it's only his. All right, it was guy at work where I yelled at him one day, and I was like, "Hey, stop making so much money!" And he turned around and he said, "Hey, Dusty, why?" <laughs> <laughs> I I die, man. Yeah, yeah. I laughed so hard. And it's that time of year for me where Just Friends is going to have to be put on. I got to listen to Ryan Reynolds. Uh, and I haven't watched that movie in like seven years or so. Anna Ferris as well. So, oh man, I'm, I'm very And then the, uh, Amy Smart disappeared. She was good. She was, was in that. Like she was in movie? What was Mirrors. I think movie? Mirrors is the last movie. Wait, she was in Mirrors? When she pulls her jaw apart. Oh, that was... Yeah. Man, we went to theaters to see that. I think we the only good We were the thing, only people in the theater, I think. We were, and... It was we like were, a Sunday at like 3 o'clock. It's still... It's rated positive, by the way, because the ending's crazy. The ending kind of sucks. I just remember that weird monster guy. Wait, no. No, he doesn't turn into him. a monster. He gets trapped in the mirror. Yeah, but there's that weird monster guy chasing him, and then he gets trapped in the mirror. Man, I don't remember the monster guy. I thought it was like Man. a crazy lady that was a demon. Something. Or something or the other. <laughs> yeah, I watched a little bit of Gremlins last night. That's a good Christmas movie. That's your Christmas movie of choice? Yeah, I like Gremlins. That's what you're going to go with? <laughs> I watched half of it. I'll probably watch the other half this weekend. I, I think I like Christmas TV shows more than Christmas movies. What's your now. favorite Christmas TV show? I, the Office Secret Santa one. <laughs> like uh, what, second season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my head today, I was just like... iPod? Yeah. In my head today, I was just... Do, 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 do. Because I hate Little Drummer Boy so much. <laughs> I love whenever they play uh, the Secret Santa and then he says, no, let's play, what is it, Yankee Swap? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, White Elephant. Oh, I died whenever they kept picking the iPod. And then I also died on the inside whenever Pam did not pick Jim's yeah. teapot. That, mm-hmm. was, that was heartbreaking for me. It was. And then at the very end, she picked it and it, had, it, was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. sorry. Heartful moment there. Yeah. Uh, I also, I like The Sopranos has a really funny Christmas episode. I don't want to talk where about Where all the these fat Italian guys argue about who should be Santa and they can't find anybody to be Santa. And they eventually find at the end the guy just gets like super drunk and yells at the children. It's very good. I'm trying to give another one that would be really solid, but I'm kind of with you because that 70 show Christmas episodes are really good. 
I yeah. mean... I feel like Christmas TV shows are better than Christmas movies. Yeah. It, I'm still going to stick with Just Friends. I'll, I'll watch The Grinch with Jim Carrey if it's on TV. And, of course, whenever it's Christmas Eve, I'll watch The 24 Hours. Have you seen It's a Wonderful Life? Isn't that the black and white one? Yeah, I've never I seen think it. I saw I that in good. English class. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I can't remember. I've been watching high school. You're gonna watch that? I think so. Look, I'm, I'm, Man, you're I'm so complicated. Classy. I'm classy. God, you're just so classy and bougie. I'm gonna put my suit on and drink Natty Light and watch It's a Wonderful Life. You make me sick. That's something to do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So last week with their picks, you went three and one. I went two and two. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I'm 25 and 15. You're 21 and 19. We'll have to hedge us into a bet as we get close to the Super Bowl, which is coming up. We're only about two and a half months away from the big game. Well, we're going right. Game. I we think got so. tickets because of the, uh, because of the podcast. We yeah, get we, to go. Can, we can probably get tickets. Field pass. I know a guy. All right, sounds yeah. good. Uh, and so this week we're going to talk about KC Chargers, which if you're listening to this on Thursday, hey, you're about to watch this game a little bit. We're going we're to talk about Dallas Indy in these three-point favorites. The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I'm not very good at this, by the way. <laughs> the Patriots are playing the Steelers. There's no line yet because Big Ben has a big dumb head and nobody knows if he's going to play yet. So we'll do that as just a pick them. And then we're going to talk about the raiders Bengals because I hate myself. And the Bengals are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Also, if you're listening to the show so far, subscribe now before you listen to the end of it and you never listen to it again and don't want to subscribe. (laughs) Now is your chance to. So hit that subscribe button. It will just pop up. You don't have to go searching for the show. You don't have to go to the website. You don't need to waste no clicks at all because that's how I get paid is off clicks. And you don't want to give me any money. So just subscribe so you can save a click like that. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Get those clicks up. Yeah, no clicks. Don't We don't want clicks. Oh, wait, we don't want clicks. We don't want them not to click on the website to listen to the show. So just subscribe so you don't have to click so you don't have to go to the website. Well, plus, if you have an iPhone, all you got to do is look it up on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just, and just click. say subscribe, yeah. pops up there. Oh, wait, but that's what I thought you meant. You bring it up on the podcast and then you click it. No, I'm saying don't go to ballredblog.com with the show because that's how I get paid is if you – every click I get like $100. Well, wait, you get $100? Yeah, that's why I Nothing. Wait, wait. What, you need am, I, start, what you am, gotta, am I doing here? I don't know. You got to start writing then. God. Yeah. I don't want to write. <laughs> uh, all this is completely infactual. But <laughs> whatever. So the Chiefs, the Chargers. Did you watch the Chiefs game last week when they played the Ravens? They played your Ravens. The Ravens playing very tough. The the only – I'll never forget that throw that Mahomes made, made on – I think it was either third and 19 or fourth and 19. fourth and 19. When he's rolling all the way to the right, throws all the way back across, and Tyreek Hill runs 30. This is my argument. This is my <laughs> argument. I told you this. Is that Mahomes or is that Tyreek Hill? That That's being a golden retriever. Stop. That's – this is what I talk about with him. Would he be this successful if he did not have the weapons that he had? Tyreek Hill is what makes him great. I'm sorry, but that throw was awful. That was horrible. It was unbelievable. That was with four Ravens around one guy. Somehow that one guy who was the smallest player out of them ended up with the ball. That was luck because it's Tyreek Hill and he is a freak of nature. Yeah, even whenever he catches a two-yard pass, like how quickly he goes to full speed, I'm sitting there, I'm always like, People aren't supposed to move like that. Like that—that that shouldn't be a real thing. It's really the character you make him mad at. 
Yeah. And where you just boost their speed up so that you can be the return guy no matter what. You're going to blow by everybody. Yeah. He's 2010 Chris Johnson in Madden. <laughs> exactly. Man, Chris Johnson was The fastest man in the world. Dude, that was so much fun. Uh, so Kansas City, they did lose Kareem Hunt. And the last two games here, they've scored 40 points against Oakland and 27 points against Baltimore. The weird thing is they won two one-possession games uh, during those two games. But uh, against the Raiders, they had 174 rushing yards. Their DVOA was 23.3%. They averaged 5.8 yards a carry. Against Baltimore, the rushing yards were 94. Their deep rushing DVOA was 7.9%. They averaged 3.48 yards a carry. So, like, even without Hunt with Spencer Ware and Damian Williams, their numbers really aren't – their running attack is still good. But I think the one difference has been the passing game where they don't – where Mahomes doesn't have that constant dump-off option. He threw 15 completions against Oakland, 18 completions against Baltimore. And that's a lot higher than he's normally has been this year. He's been you know, super accurate whenever he's throwing quick and then hits long. And I think that's been the biggest difference about Hunt is he doesn't have that, that check down option consistently enough. But that's the thing is that it seems like now for the past couple weeks without Hunt, he's escaping. I yeah. mean, these wins are kind of escape wins. They are. And people are raving about it. And again, I'm just – I'm not impressed because, again, just like it was luck when it came to that Tyreek Hill catch – it was all Tyreek Hill, nothing Mahomes, and <laughs> <laughs> it's the intersection of practice, skill, and a little bit of fortune. Oh yeah, exactly. But either way, I'm just not confident in this team without Honey Moore because just like what you said, without that drop off pass option, and it seems like the other running backs are that. William, kinda... Derek, I'm only saying this because of fantasy football because yeah, I picked I up Damian Williams, but he's a lot better than Spencer Ware, and he should get all the carries on this team. I'm just making sure the universe gets that, thinks about that, transports that, Andy Reid's big head, and that's the way he plays Damian Williams more. The universe wants you to lose. I just want you to understand. <laughs> I think this. so. I think so. Either way, I'm I'm not that confident in the Chiefs, nor was I when they did have Kareem Hunt. But without Kareem Hunt, I am not confident at all. I feel like this team is getting away with certain things. Once it comes playoff time, I don't think it's going to happen. Hell, I think even if they had to go up against Houston. I think Houston has a great chance against them. I know you don't believe so because you're the worst fan of everyone. Tyreek Hill would have, I think, 350 receiving yards against Houston. But all you would have to do is shut down him and Kelsey. They, but they couldn't, though. What? Wait, why are they you couldn't? They things? couldn't even cover Kelvin Benjamin, probably. Wait, come on, everybody can cover Kelvin No, Benjamin. I don't think they could even do that. Kelvin Benjamin's a weird-looking person. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I mean, just, just to say. Yeah, he's something. Um, <laughs> like so, Sam Cassell from the NBA. <laughs> alien. Like a really pretty Sam Cassell. <laughs> so, but my thing with the Chiefs, even like when they start off 7-1, I was like, I think they're going to lose the second round of the playoffs because it's the Chiefs. I'm just going to keep saying that until it happens otherwise. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't think the Steelers are going to beat the Patriots. I don't think the Texans are going to beat the Patriots. Oh, wait, we'll talk about the Steelers and, where they're yeah, going. <laughs> but they, these, like, these things just haven't happened yet. And so until they happen, you don't think they're ever going to happen. The one thing in the Chiefs' favor, though, is that all their losses have usually come in the first round of the playoffs. You, hey, you got points in that head. You can't lose in the second, in the first round of the playoffs if you don't play in the first round of the playoffs. I think that's Andy Reid's big strategy so far this year. So, are you confident in them against the Chargers at all? Because if we're gonna, can we now reverse and talk about the San, the? I'm sorry, I was about to say San Diego. The Los Angeles Chargers. We're calling them San Diego. I just feel bad because even when nobody's the Chargers, there, and yet they're playing just fine. Oh, they're so they're good. Win. It's ridiculous. There's so Phillip much Rivers fun to does watch. It. By the way, so I heard Phil Rivers on his ninth kid. He on his ninth kid, he's going to have 
Matt, that's scary. He's that's a baseball army. team. They are uh, <laughs> they are all homeschooled. Philip Rivers, you they're see all Catholic. Them? Yeah, whoa. it's like my family. It's no, I don't know. You don't have nine. No, but, I mean, there's my mother had second litter though. Like they have their three. If second my if my mother and stepdad stepdad met like ten years sooner, they would have six kids probably. Yeah, I would actually believe that. But still, I mean, nine kids. I don't know what he's building, but I don't trust it. <laughs> it's funny, like the professional sports writers who have kids on the internet. They're always like, "How does Philip Rivers even like go to the store? Like, how does he even do anything? Like, how exhausting that must be." It's really bizarre. Either way, I love what the Los Angeles Chargers are. And They're my if, favorite team to watch right now. And if Melvin Gordon comes back, I just even if Melvin Gordon doesn't come back, this is a team that can actually go somewhere. And I'm not confident in the Pats this year. They're making certain mistakes, which we'll get to. I'm more confident in the Chargers than any other team in the AFC right now. I don't know about you, but with Phillip Rivers, with, is, what is it, Eckler? Yeah. And when well, Eckler may not play this week, but Justin Jackson's still really good. Yeah, and with Keenan Allen in the field as well. He gets and, buckets, dude. He just uh, gets buckets, man. man. I hate he catches so many first downs. Him. It's so frustrating. Because you know they're going to throw it to Keenan Allen. Yeah, and he gets a first down every time. You know what they're going to do. Just guard him. But you know what they say? Nah, we'll just have single coverage on Keenan Allen. He's not going to do much. It's important. It's ridiculous. I think it was that game he had against the Steelers. He had 14 targets, 11 catches, 9 first downs. And just like every time. And like I just imagine him as just a, like a shooting guard who just drops 45 points a night. He just gets buckets, dude. When healthy, too. I feel like he's just an underrated receiver that nobody really pays attention to, which, again, brings us to our main point here, just like you said, with nobody sitting in the stands. Why does nobody care about this team? Because they play in an MLS stadium. L.A. barely even goes to one of their team's games, let alone a second team. What did I just think of? The ultimate fix. Come to San Antonio. Come go anywhere. (laughs) anywhere. Come to San Antonio. They will... We will open. We will have open arms for you. There's already there. San Diego, San Antonio. There. It's a perfect fit. The San Antonio Chargers. Well, I think you. Well, we already have the Churchill Chargers. Have to change the name, probably. Wait, what do you mean? Maybe make it like San. Maybe make it like the San Antonio Gunslingers. That's what I would want. A Gunslingers. Yeah. Do you really think that they're going to say Gunslingers <laughs> they in should. the NFL right now? They should. I want you to realize well, what that, you just said. They had that old USFL team in San Antonio called the Gunslingers. But that was in the eighties. San back Antonio when, punch them in the face. Back when things were actually cool, you know. But you're ridiculous. They had a San Antonio team called the Gunslingers. Uh, will they have that in this day and age? I don't think so. <laughs> it's sad, but the eighties seems so much cooler. Picked the wrong time. By the way, I don't even think they would have the the bullets anymore they, as a name. No, they would. They did. They changed it to the Wizards. Too many people were in Shaw and killed in DC. Oh my god! That's why they changed it to the Wizards, Ooh. which is a terrible name. Let's talk about those things right now. Uh, let's not. <laughs> let's not. So with the Chargers, I think there's the thing about this game is I I really enjoy watching the Chargers secondary. Like Desmond King is a, is awesome to watch. He's super physical. Darren James is my pick for rookie of defensive rookie of the year. He's another guy who's really physical. He can cover. He can blitz. He can tackle. And, like, he's not a super big guy, but he just comes with so much force. And so I think they're going to put Duran James on Kelsey. Uh, they're probably – and they run a lot of cover three, too. So you're going to see constantly just their cornerbacks going straight to the sidelines, one guy covering the deep middle. My biggest concern for their defense in this game is that leaves you susceptible to seam routes all the time against the Seahawks if you want to throw the ball. You can throw to your tight ends of the seam. And Kelsey in the seam is, like, the one uh, big – one big like strategic 
thing the Chiefs can exploit the Chargers run defensively. And so I think that's kind of like one of the, one of the big things in this game. I think what you brought up was that Mahomes was overrated and no. that he has Kelsey and Hill to throw to, which brings the other character in new play, Travis Kelsey. So just like we were talking about last week with him still being the best tight end, you still believe that? Best tight end in the NFL? Yeah, I still believe it. I think it's kind of insane the weapons that Mahomes has at his disposal. And the Chargers are kind of – I feel like this is kind of a big – a big game here. Well, the Chargers we have both are, teams that have kind of their running backs out. Yeah. So we're kind of even Stevens when it comes to the playing field. And I'm going to give it to the Phillip Rivers because of the experience. Even though with Travis Kelsey, it's I, I still think I, I still think Kelsey's going to get his. Same thing with Hill. I feel like this is going to. I be think a they can out. limit Hill some just because of how their defense operates, where they'll always have two guys deep. Do you think both him. teams are going to score over thirty though? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. The, like, yeah. the one the one big confidence, because the Chargers is my favorite team to watch this year, and my one big confidence I have for them. You weren't even confident in them earlier this year. I know, but, it, but it, I'm saying, it, I'm saying because they always lost close games and like slowly like have been broken down by it, and what completely changed my mind, go all in on the Chargers, they made a 59-yard field goal last week before the half. Whoa, 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 wait. Dallas made a 62 I know. Yard. We're not talking about them. I'm saying whoa. we're talking about a Chargers team that can never make a field goal, and they keep losing all these games because they miss extra points. He made a 59-yard field goal. That's destiny for the Chargers. So now you're confident. You're confident yeah. now in the team that I have said is a really good team. Well, I've, I've never, there's never been a dispute that, uh, that well, they're wait, a really good team. Wait, haven't you picked against him before when I picked Yeah, it happens because there's certain oh, matchups. Oh, I'm so glad that that and happens. And there's numbers that are involved too. There's spreads. Really? So what does Taylor say that – can can you say I was right? That's really what I want to get down to. There's no disagreement that the Chargers are a good football team here. Okay. We're talking about the postseason, and now I'm starting to buy in on, on the postseason because they made a 59-year field goal. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Out of everything that we've talked about, that's the only yeah. reason. Also, Joey Bosa is really good. I was, that's like, what I was going to say. Bosa's he, the greatest thing to watch. He has the him and Aaron Donald has, have the best hands I've ever seen, and like Bosa sacks really cool because it reminds you of like the Madden mini camp. Like you had, like do the training camp before the season started, and your defensive lineman has to go through like du- tackling dummies or whatever. And uh, whoa, whoa, turn that <laughs> off, man. And with Bosa, that's what his sacks were like, where he like. Slaps one guy, goes underneath another guy, rips underneath another guy, and he goes through three guys just with his hands, and then he sacks the quarterback. And that's always really fun to watch, too. I, I agree. I think it's going to be a really great game to watch, especially when it comes to the pass rush on – I was going to say either side, but we both know that's not true. Because when it comes to the oh, – again, San Diego Chargers. When it comes to the Chargers pass rush, I feel like they have a shot to get Mahomes, get in his face, make him struggle. I honestly believe that Chargers are going to run away with this game. And especially with the weapon of Keenan Allen, especially with the weapon of Jackson, and if Eckler can play, I feel and Mike like, Williams too, and with Mike Williams, and Travis Benjamin, Mike is Williams good too. always has like a fifty-yard catch, and it's always it's jumping weird, over somebody. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> He's I, always jumping over somebody. I, I, he had a great catch in that Bengals game that they didn't call a catch. There wasn't that video evidence ever turned, but he hundred percent caught it, and he just like jumped four feet over the defensive back. It's unbelievable. So in this game, who do you got? So I have the Chargers win. I have the Chiefs swing thirty one twenty eight. So I'm thinking, what? The, yeah, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I I just think the Chargers are gonna win. But I think the I think the I I'm thinking the Chiefs are gonna win, but the Chargers will cover the spread. All right, this is easy, man. I got thirty five the Chargers. I got thirty one Chiefs. All right, and the the one thing that's also interesting too is Andy Reid in a close game. 
and the Chargers in a close game have always been historically uh, bad situations for each of these teams to be in. And so if it's a close game, it's going to be kind of funny to see which team will uh, do the best job not to screw it up. Philip Rivers is having a mad child, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and in a second we'll talk about Dallas, Indianapolis. And we're back. So if you're listening to the show, uh, make sure to subscribe. You should subscribe. We're going to talk about Dallas Colts. The Colts are three-point favorites. This is a really fun game. We're talking about two teams who have just won the previous week. And uh, so, Taylor, are the Cowboys back? You know what? I'm not quite sure. I mean, they <laughs> could be. It's it's kind of up in the air at this point. Last game, Matt, I don't know what the hell I watched last game. I'll be perfectly honest with you. It was one of the dumbest games I've ever I've seen. I've never been more frustrated as a Cowboys fan to watch a single person on the field ruin it for everybody for three quarters of a football game where you play so horrible where it's all your fault. And his name was Dak Prescott. That was the worst performance I've ever seen him. I, I mean, Which interception thing was worse, the one in their, in their own end zone or the one that was in the back of the end zone? Are you t- I would say the first one, whichever one was with Amari Cooper with the first one where he that had a guy in the one. front and the guy in the back. To where, yeah, and it was just ridiculous because the only way you can make that throw is if it's perfect. If you're Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Are we going to have to go back to being overrated? <laughs> is that what we're going to have to do right now? Yeah. Sure, let's let's go back to that, all right? <laughs> Give me a tight end, then we'll talk. Give me Kelsey, all right? Your tight end's in the broadcast booth. What? Dude, yeah, he's doing a wonderful job there. He has too much hair, that's his problem. Yeah, it, it just sounds bizarre. He sounds awkward there. Yeah. Either way, let's go back. So, three quarters of a football game is absolutely terrible. When he figures out, oh, you know what, I'm losing... I'm going to turn into the greatest quarterback of all time for throwing over 200 yards in the fourth quarter and overtime. And Amari Cooper, by the way, can you, is he the best receiver since the trade in the NFL? Uh, Since the trade to Dallas, has he been the best receiver in the NFL? I'm going to guess numerically, probably. What, what do you mean numerically probably? I'm not asking for a numerically like, probably. I'm, not, I'm asking for what do you think? I think like athleticism and all that. Like, you know, he's on par with Julio Jones. But when it comes to like skill set and like being a skillful player, it would be DeAndre Hopkins or Keenan Allen. Okay, that sounded really biased when you just mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. It's almost <laughs> like you're insulting now Amari Cooper. It's, There's just two different types of players. I agree. Like Cooper wins, like I based agree. on just being a freak, like born out of a test tube, and Hopkins wins by being just like so good at catching a football. So, in your opinion, has the first round pick been worth it? As a guy who's kind of not biased to this situation, like I am, which is what people yeah would now say. for sure yeah of course <laughs> going to the playoffs is better than that going to the playoffs. He's also really good. You can keep him around for years to come, and also this first 24. round pick. Yeah. 24. And next year, his contract thinks will be $12 million for another year. And because they'll just give him his fifth year option. And then also, you're talking about first round pick that's going to be, what, the 22nd pick? That's what. That's the whole idea. By the way. And the Bears are going to get the. the that's Bears what I was going to say. Yeah. Bringing up the 28th pick or whatever it is. So, with Gruden's whole theory of trading away these guys and collecting the first round picks. These guys have changed teams. Yeah. Amari Cooper has changed life in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I truly believe he is the greatest thing to ever happen to us, and I still can't believe it because what people have said, you can't yell at him. 
You just can't yell at him at all. And he doesn't respond to anything. Even when he scored his touchdowns, he just would go and sit on the sideline. Yeah. Without nobody's around him. He would just go sit by himself. That 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 fourth quarter one where he just outran two guys. It's just like, you know, some people are just born to do certain things, and he was born to do that. He was. And the thing is, even with that last pass, Dak got lucky when it came to the tip to, to oh, yeah, Cooper yeah. in his hands. It was fine. But it was still frustrating because Dak turned into exactly what I need him to be in the fourth quarter in overtime. But for three quarters, I could we'll, – we'll lose. In playoffs or anything, yeah. against a good team, we're going to lose – I don't think Philly was a good team at all. Yeah. I, I think they're not a good team. I think Wentz, even being out now, kind of tells you where they're at, which brings kind of the next question of, with Nick Foles coming back and they win the next three games in a row. Oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs> It'd be so incredible what happens. Like, it's just what would happen. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it would. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I want to know what the reaction would be. It, it would just be... Like a weird feels like there's no way this can happen again. And like so I'm watching the Eagles game, like they okay, they have Michael Bennett, they have Lodi Nada, they have Fletcher Cox, they have Timmy Jernigan, they have Chris Long, they have Brandon Graham. And I'm like, how are they so bad? You know? Like I understand their their entire secondary is hurt. Well, and Malcolm though. Jenkins is the only good player they have back there. But still, like that's like eight like you know, eight really, really good defensive linemen. And it doesn't make any sense at all. That they're as bad as they are. With Wentz, it made sense because Wentz had an absurdly high touchdown rate. Deshaun Watson's touchdown rate has also dropped, dropped a ton too. And that's what he was propped up by last year. He's part of the MVP talks because he threw a ton of touchdowns. He's not going to throw touchdowns that often ever again. And so that made more sense. But the team as a whole is kind of weird. Um, so this game, it's going to be a really fun football game. Like watching Indy play last week, their defense is severely underrated. They're really good against the run. They're fourth and run defense DVOA. I know Ezekiel Elliott's had like four or five really great games in a row. This is probably the best run defense he's going to go up against now. And then in addition to that, the Colts have the third best pass protection offensive line by by pressure rate. Uh, Braden Smith locked down J.J. Watt last weekend. Anthony Stanz was mediocre, but Luck's really good in maneuvering the pocket. And so Marcus Lawrence and, Gre- and Gregory, uh, Randy Gregory against them is going to be a lot of fun. And then the interior, Tyson Crawford, I think, is also this guy's too, so much better than he gets credit for. And him against Quinn Nelson and uh, Glowniski at right guard is another big matchup too. So like that's that's gonna be fun to see. And like I, I'm really excited for this game. This is one of the rare times I'm really excited for a Cowboys game. All right, so for me, I'm a little nervous only because just like I was kind of talking trash last week where. Indy, I feared them beforehand after that Jags game. I did not fear them anymore. I felt like Houston was going to be able to at least beat them in the game, and yet you guys let me down. So now I'm back to fearing the Colts. I'm fearing their offense. Like, I'm fearing their defense. You, no, 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 no. no I, don't, don't take this back. No, no. Y'all ruined it. When I say something, so now just, just when I say something about the Houston Texans, just like, okay, Matthew. Well, wait. I, wait. I, okay, I accept it. So I have to just. Well, wait. Just so like, are except, you trying to say that you're always right right now? No, I'm just saying when it comes to Texans, just accept, accept what I say just based on blind faith. I don't want to accept anything that you say. You should, though. though. Why? What have, what have you done to make me feel this way? I'm sorry. Did you not <laughs> see the numbers last week? Who was right and who was wrong? Well, I got wrong in that Chiefs game. I think you were always wrong. No, I think you true. are miscalculating. I'm I feel four, like I'm that I'm the one up. that is leading this race. Uh, 
Either way, I now fear the Colts when it comes to that offense. Scares the living daylights out of me with Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. That defense, just like you said, is playing solid. My question to you that I wanted to bring up, if the Colts beat the Dallas Cowboys, because I feel like it really could happen, especially with the Dallas winning the past two games that they needed to win yeah. in order to kind of solidify their dominance in the division, yeah. not in the NFC. It's just to say we're going to win this now, especially with the wins, and now Mark Sanchez is starting, for God's sake. It's not even funny. Well, Josh Johnson's starting now. They well, benched wait, Mark Sanchez. They went, why? Mark Sanchez, he was great. <laughs> when everybody's like, oh, it's so cool. It's so fun. Mark Sanchez playing. He's like, it's not funny. He's been bad his entire career. I remember whenever the Texans lost in week one, 2009, and I was so just disgusted by it because everyone was like, oh, Mark Sanchez. The kid's pretty good. It's like, he's terrible. He made one fade route throw, and the rest of the game hold was on. awful. Hold on, hold on. And you Rex Ryan has time. a tattoo of Mark Sanchez. Is that a real thing? I thought it was a real thing. No, no, it wasn't Rex Ryan. Rex, uh, Rex Ryan had his wife oh. get a tattoo of, of her naked in a Mark Sanchez jersey. That's pretty cool. I thought that's what it was because Mark Sanchez was his pride and joy. That's a little disturbing to me. Yeah. <laughs> Rex Ryan's sex is not any anything of it. Wait, Rex Ryan. Whoa, wait. Like, I wasn't talking about Rex that's, Ryan's That's sex. like the darkest corner of the human psyche. Oh, God. Whatever goes on with him. I feel like he's just feet, mayonnaise, and Mark Sanchez. All right. Back to my point, though, when it comes to the Cowboys. This is where I feel like they're going to lose this game in a way. Obviously, I'm not the terrible fan you are, and I still have confidence in my team. It's just... I don't want them to be overconfident where they're reading their own press. Wentz is out. We got, I guess, Johnson starting for the Washington. New York's going nowhere. We already wrapped this up. And Eli's going to start New York next year, too. Uh, by the way, that makes no sense. It's going to happen. But either way, I don't want them to get on their high cloud and feel like they're top of the world, which I know they're going to be. And my main question, though, is with the Colts, if they were to beat Dallas and then win out, do you fear them? Are, are, would I'm they not- be the wild card? Yeah, I'm not worried about the division at all. No, no, not the division. I'm talking about with them being a wild card. Yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) And it's it's like it's going to be what happened last week. They can they they were able to blitz Deshaun Watson, keep him in the pocket, and then they were able to stop the run because they were really good run defense, and they were able to throw the ball downfield. And they were the first team. Like Sharice Wright is 33 years old. He's a bad cornerback. No, he's he's only been targeted 38 times. He's played for 300 snaps. He's their second cornerback. Nobody's thrown against them because they only have one good receiver, let alone two. They can't even throw the ball to one guy at all because their quarterbacks are terrible and they play against a good quarterback, and that's what happened. So, yeah, of course. I'm also concerned about Baltimore because they have a great defense. And also, the Ravens run the ball, but they run the ball in an interesting fashion. There's a lot of different poolers, a lot of different running options, and they do a pretty good job taking advantage of why and Clowney's aggressiveness against them. But yeah, if Houston plays like Miami or Tennessee, or Denver, but even the Denver blew it. I wouldn't be worried at all. Ravens, I think they would win, but be close. But the Colts, I would, I would pick them to lose in that game again. So I, I think, I think the key for Dallas in this game, though, if they're not going to do what they should have done last week, which is blow in hilarious Dallas fashion. Whenever Prescott dropped that snap and at the end of the fourth quarter, or whenever Looney snapped that low ball at the end of the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, they're gonna lose it. A hundred percent, and they have winning in overtime. Because Dak Prescott turns into the greatest player of all time. <laughs> yeah, he turns into the greatest quarterback ever, whenever. I mean, for God's sakes, 
The man's numbers. Can you at least give him credit for him? He had his best game of the season at 455 yards and three TDs. The problem is, the first three quarters, he looked god-awful. It's yeah. just the fourth quarter, he turns into the greatest thing anyone has ever seen. It's like when you add Lara to a gremlin, you know? Man, I have that argument all the time. Okay, so your personal opinion, let me ask you this. Romo or Dak? Romo. Damn it. I'm never going to win this argument with anybody, am I? I mean, he's... Like, aside from being really stupid... I feel like it's everybody wants to show with Romo. But no matter what, Romo would blow it for us in the end. It's like, he, it's like he's the opposite of Dak Prescott. Exactly. Like Prescott blows it for three quarters and pulls out in the end. That's what I was going to say. Romo would the do it for three quarters and then blow it at the end. Exactly. Him dropping the snap against Seattle in the wildcard game is... Still the funniest thing. That was ever. his first year. He started. I know, but it's so still, I'm not going to. It set the tone for the rest I'm, of his life. I'm not going to take that. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think the key for Dallas if they're going to beat Indy is that Des, Dak Prescott has the ball downfield. The Colts on the back end. You know, Kenny Moore's good. Pierre Desaires, whatever. Clay Gathers mostly plays around the box. Malik Hooker is really great, but he's not that good of a tackler. And so, like, if Prescott catches something and breaks, he'll be able to run forever. Or, yeah, no, I don't mean Prescott. If Cooper catches something uh-huh. and breaks it, he should be able to run forever. And Prescott throws a good deep ball. It's like I was saying, when you know, week six we talked about Dallas, that he needs to throw the ball downfield more. They aren't doing it enough. Because the ball is good. He throws a good deep ball. And they just don't – the they weren't doing it enough. Bothered me, yeah, the Gallup miss – he's on back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know whose fault it is, though. It's just – it's weird. He, There's he something that's it. off. Because at least with him and Cooper – they're on together. The difference is you can't overthrow Cooper. It's impossible. I feel like Dak and Cooper are really holding hands yeah. whenever they're not Well, on you the can't field. overthrow Cooper. It's impossible. So, Zeke, Cooper, and Dak. My God. Yeah, it's a nice that is, It's like whenever the Steelers had Roethlisberger, Bell, and And with the defense, that is. The problem is, and this is what I've been talking about with a lot of people. Uh, Dallas fans mostly, because nobody else gives a damn. With... The Dallas Cowboys, what worries me for the future is now we have to sign people to contracts right now. Mark Source especially. We have Dak. We have Zeke. My entire situation is I need Dak to take the pay cut. Yeah, he needs to. I need Dak to make the Tom Brady $10 million. Dude, you're going to get every endorsement you could ever get by being just the call Miller Tell Miller, mean, Just call Miller Light. Just call Miller Light. I... Just take the $10 million a year. Please do something for us. You're that guy. You're the only one I can trust to make the smart decision. If Jared gives him $20 million a year, I may cry. And I love Dak. But if he gives him $20 million a year, I swear to God, yeah, we're, we're screwed. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have a lot of guys they have to pay after this year. I know. Uh, so do you, who do you have in this game? I'll put it to you this way on how confident I am. Cowboys 27, the Colts 26. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Because I have Dallas 27, the Colts 25. Oh, my Just God. because of Okay, you had me go first. Just because you wanted to hear what I would no, say. So then you can copy I had, it uh, and then move one point down to make yourself look a little different. No, because... Nobody's fooled, Matthew. I had, I had 27-24, but I wanted to pick Dallas with the three points. So I made it uh, 27-25. I hate you. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I think the Colts are aren't gonna win this game. <laughs> what? Wait, you know. just picked Dallas though. Yeah, I don't think the Colts are gonna win this game. I think Dallas is gonna win this game. Oh, I thought you said I think the Colts yeah. are gonna win this game. Nah, I don't man, think so. put more pronunciation on the T. My I have a I have a bad tongue. It's a very loose, sloppy tongue. It hangs hangs really far in my mouth. Just not, like your mother. It's not sharp. Hey. <laughs>
Hey, she has nine kids. She can she can be as loose as she wants to be. Whoa. Alright, so the next game we're going to talk about is New England-Pittsburgh. There's no line for this game yet again uh, because Ben Roethlisberger is really dumb and stupid. But I don't think it really matters at all if he plays or not. So going back to 2015, so the Steelers made the playoffs since 2015. Since 2015, are you ready? They lost New England 21-28. In 2016, they lost to them uh, 16-27 the regular season, 17-36 in the AFC Championship game. Last year, they lost him 24-27 on that infamous uh, Vance McDonald no-touchdown play, and they got their teeth kicked in by the Jaguars. Never got a rematch, so they would have lost anyways. So the New England Patriots just own the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. And this game's in Pittsburgh, too. By the way, so I know you want to talk about this, but before we talk about the matchup, the reason why I wanted to talk about this game, so I could talk about last week when it comes to New England and the last play of the game. The Miami Miracle is what they call it. They need it. a better name for yeah, it. Yeah, because, God, thank you. You know what? You can't call, call everything Miracle. It's like calling everything gate. The Minneapolis Miracle what happened in the playoffs for the Vikings to be able to go to the NFC Championship. Yeah. That is a miracle play. You in the regular season doing just a pitch play, it's not that. It's not a miracle, especially when you go back to it. So here's the thing. Tom Brady had his best game of the season, we could say. 355 yards, three TDs, zero uh, turnovers. And yet, on the last possession of the game when it comes to that miracle play, Tannehill, he would have to have thrown the ball 75 yards for them to be able to win that game Mm -hmm. on a Hail Mary pass. So Gronk being in the game makes no sense. But well, Michael, he's in there to defend the Hail Mary. Exactly. But no matter what, Tannehill is not going to hit that. Yeah. So my question to you was to this. How many quarterbacks can hit that? Because Tannehill hasn't been healthy when it comes I to think, the shoulders. So healthy yeah. quarterbacks. Healthy how Tannehill many can make that throw. You really think 75 yeah. yards? I think healthy Tannehill will throw the ball 75 yards. He has I a just, great arm. I mean, that's what my question was. It wasn't. Josh Allen could do it on his knees. Whoa, whoa, I don't want to. Whoa, I don't know what you're <laughs> going with that. Right. He's like the Powerade commercial Mike Vick. But that's kind of what my question was. It made no sense to me that he would have put Gronk in, period. Because, by the way, the Miami players were laughing at him, apparently, when he was on the field. They said that once they saw Gronk, they immediately knew where to go. Oh, gotcha. And they couldn't believe it. So, I think Belichick, once again, sabotaged Tom Brady. I think, once again, the New England Patriots don't look the same. They don't look indestructible, well, also, which is like, why I went back to the Chargers and why I feel confident with them. The Patriots, there is something missing. It's that mojo. It's that fear. I don't fear them. I yeah. don't. And well, that's why I, I feel like even the Texans could beat them. No, nah, I mean, they could. But oh, I mean, my God. You're the worst <laughs> fan again. <laughs> they're never going to beat the Patriots. Well, I think, I think the bigger problem with that game, too, is even before that, with how good Brady's playing, with how – how many good like receivers they have and get open really quickly. They played for the field goal at the end of that game to go up by six. They could have ended the game right then and there, and they decided not to. They played it safe and went to kick the field goal. And typically New England doesn't do that. Typically New England goes to throw and try to finish that game off right then and there. And also in that game too, Gostowski missed, I think, three field goals also. Like the game shouldn't even come down to it. They're not as sharp as they usually are. And the best part about that... You're still not supposed to win on that type of play. Yeah, though. yeah. Well, you're, yeah, you're not supposed to lose on that type of play. The best thing about that play, though, for Miami is in the end zone, there's this enormous fat guy 
and he is so <laughs> happy. Like my eye, like he just grabbed my eyes, and but I've never you're seen. But I've not. never seen so bright so my because like everybody else there is like recording this phone, and this guy is just the happiest man I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Like I thought he was gonna jump out of the stands and celebrate with him. Uh, you, did you, you see yourself in that man? To... Did you see yourself in that man? Is that what you did? And maybe in a different world. In a different world. Yeah. Only I don't you, think so. But maybe. From Miami, grew up in Miami, just fat, just ate all of the Cuban food you could possibly eat. Go to the Miami Dolphins game. Your team wins that game against the Pats. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been in my life. Especially <laughs> unless Miami kept it. Have you ever had the Cuban sandwich? I've never had a Cuban sandwich. Dude, it's really good. I'm not a pickle guy either, but it's well, it's pretty good. Also, when Miami wear, wears their throwback jerseys, I'm a Miami fan. When they wear their stupid, new, postmodern, sport of dolphin jerseys, I can't stand them. It's like I like Miami when they wear the football dolphin helmet jerseys. <sighs> Do you want to talk about Ace Ventura again? No, we're not doing that. Miami just, all right, so so Ben Roethlisberger against the Patriots, eighty-one for one seventeen, sixty-nine percent completion percentage, nine hundred forty-six yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, sacked four times, eight point one yards in ten. Tom Brady, seventy-two point eight percent completion percentage, one thousand one hundred ninety-two yards, eight point eight yards in attempt, sacked six times. Brady ready for the kicker? Are you ready for the big one? Oh, tell me. Ten touchdowns to one interception. He's thrown six more touchdowns to Ben Roethlisberger. Everything else the way it's kind of about it's kind of similar except uh, Ben's thrown two more interceptions. And also the weird thing about these games too is I don't remember any of these games except for the one last year with a no call at the end zone. All these games have been super forgettable. New England just trounces them, and Pittsburgh just doesn't play well against this team. Yeah, no, I okay. So my whole thing when it comes to Pittsburgh in this game as well, because I'm with you. I just think that no matter what, Pats are going to just dominate the Steelers, especially after last week, which was really bizarre. Because, Matt, uh, why doesn't the Steelers ever have a decent backup to Ben Roethlisberger? Dobbs was 24 yards in one interception. It's like four <laughs> for nine. He just why can't the Steelers time. have a decent backup Landry Jones is all right. But, Matt, no, stop it. This is absolutely ridiculous when it comes to this team. You know Big Ben is going to be injured at some point. Hell, even the Ravens have RG3 on their roster. RG3 and out. Why wouldn't, if you're the Steelers, have some player like that? It makes absolutely well, I think, zero sense I do think why he's the Steelers... There. Matt, stop I think, it. Well, I, see, this is why I was confused because I watched the condensed version of it. And then all of a sudden Dobbs is in, but they drafted Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State in the third round. I thought he was their backup. And then Dobbs was in. I was like, why isn't this other guy in there? And like Dobbs was like, ooh, who's it? who made that throw? I was like, where are they coming from, Ben Roethlisberger? And they took me like seven plays later and realized it wasn't him. It's the worst thing. I, and that's why the Steelers always lose in a way. And because I think Ben Roethlisberger only missed like three passes in the whole game. Yeah. Like 22 of 25 or something ridiculous like that. Either way, they even blame it saying that he wasn't able to get back on the field quicker because he had an old x-ray machine that wasn't working properly. <laughs> that's the most open thing is, I've ever heard. That's the worst excuse I'll play. But, that, but that's, that's the Raiders equipment, so it makes perfect sense. It's still, <laughs> I guess that's true when you think about it. I think they even showed like baseball players practicing and pulling their yeah. bags to get out of the football players' ways. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing I've I ever seen. I love it. I'm so sad the Raiders are moving. So my whole thing, my real big question to you is, 
if the Steelers lose this game, because I think the remaining yeah, I was gonna, schedule. I, so I have it. So the Steelers are playing New England, New Orleans, Cincinnati. Then, yeah. They're 7-5-1. The Ravens are 7-6. They're playing Tampa, the Chargers, and the Browns. Do you think the Ravens win the AFC North? I do. And my whole and they thing, bench Flacco, too. They're sticking with Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. No matter what, you stick with Jackson, especially after the showing against Kansas City. And that defense believes in the kid, and the kid is performing for the defense. They, and Either way, everybody, is good. You yeah, know? everybody is happy with everybody right now. You're not going to throw off the flow. But my question is, if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, is Tomlin fired? I mean, I, I would think so. He has to be, right? But the Steelers don't fire a coach. Yeah, they don't. So, I, I feel like, though, this has to be the last draw if they don't win the division. They, I think even though they went to, what, two AFC titles with him, went to another Super Bowl with him, I feel like they've been like they super like they haven't performed as well as they should have with the talent they've for the had. weapons exactly for the weapons they've had because they've had team. a top 10 defense top 10 offense for like four years in a row now and I get it well I, I, the defense has been bad in my opinion for the past two years it's been a top 10 defense what no way yeah I don't look believe that okay I'll look it up we'll talk about this next week either way I don't believe that all I'm saying though is They've had it all together at a lot of points during yeah. Mike Tomlin's career, and yet they are still not breaking over that Pat's edge, that Pat's mountain that they've created. Yeah, it's it's weird, and yeah. I don't get it. And mm-hmm. I feel like if they don't make playoffs, dude, he's gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. Um, when I watched Pittsburgh too, they they're really bad though. James Conner also. And, like, they can't run the ball at all without him. Their backup's not very good. He doesn't break any tackles really at all. And then I, I just hate watching the Steelers. with. They're trying to be New England to an offense. It's all these quick little passes, these little screens, these little outs. They need to throw the ball downfield. And I think part of the problem, too, is Roethlisberger's just missing guys. They you talked two about of the best receivers. Yeah, Why you, wouldn't you You talked away? about Prescott missing guys downfield. Roethlisberger's missed a ton of guys wide open. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster's been open for like 65-yard touchdowns <laughs> multiple times every game, and he's just overthrowing him. And uh, Brown also has just been really quiet, too, because Juju Smith's better than Antonio Brown is now. Okay, stop. He like, is. Wait, wait, he wait, is. wait, wait. Okay, okay. You can't say that because that means that the defense is paying attention to Juju more than they're paying attention to Antonio. I guess so. If the defense is paying more attention to Antonio, then that means that Juju has a one-on-one matchup most likely, and obviously he's the speedster and is going to beat the guy. You are (laughs) full of it. Why would you insult Antonio like that? I'm saying this because of fantasy football. Keep throwing the ball to Juju Smith. He needs to score Well, no matter what he's going to because Antonio is double coverage every single play and yet there are games where he still makes miraculous touchdown catches yeah I'm, god you're such a hater i i just want juju to just get like 12 catches this weekend hey man i believe in you in fantasy screw all those guys right <laughs> the houston guys suck the the one thing that's interesting for me in pittsburgh's defense this game is that they have trouble covering past one guy and they have trouble covering deep passes too but the short stuff they do a pretty good job of corralling and tackling but they can't cover like the second, third, and fourth receivers. And when New England, they're not throwing the ball downfield a lot, but they have like eight different receivers who can catch passes. So I think Brady's going to score just a ton of points, you know? I think it's going to be a lot of downfield stuff, but they're going to be constantly attacking. They're like third quarterback, their fourth quarterback, whenever they're second dime situations. And I'm not really all that worried about Law and Dupree against New England's offensive line either. I Man, I'm not that confident in New England anymore. I wish I was kind of like you, where 
the dominance is, has always been there. So I mean, no this is the worst New England team to... since Matt Castle. It's, but the thing is, especially after last week, do, I don't think you come back from a loss like that just easily dominating the next team because typically that's the New England team that escapes with that win off of a play like that, getting ready for the Super Bowl that they're going to make the run to. This is not the same New England team. I am not confident in this team at all, and that's why the Chargers are my pick for the Super Bowl, which I want to go back to that you're wanting to hop on my bandwagon I would say, now. I still, oh, I still what? you're point. hopping on my bandwagon. No, Let's, uh, I'm saying I, I want the Chargers to win. I really like their chances now. Stop. I was still pick, on my bandwagon. I would still pick New England to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, it's okay. You're riding shotgun, but I'm the driver, Dan. <laughs> I'm just, I would still pick New England to go to the Super Bowl just because it's New England, and then also just like the way Kansas City has looked. And just the history of the San Diego Chargers. So when it comes to this game as well, if Ben Roethlisberger is healthy, do you give them a shot? Because I actually no, like Samuels. With Roethlisberger behind center, it's a much better offense, much of better flow. Exactly, of course, because Dobbs was so wonderful. But either way... Roethlisberger under center, if he performs the way he should, he plays the symphony, he does his game. I think they got a better chance at this than New England. Well, who do you have in this game then? Oh, I don't want to go against what I I'll just go, said. I'll pick first so you can't complain this time about me taking your pick. I knew England win 30-20. I got uh, Pats 25-21. Okay. I know I built up the Steelers there, but yeah, it was just a lot of shit talking. Yeah. I <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. These two These two... Big idiots playing against each other is always fun. By the way, Le'Veon Bell talking smack about oh, after the Instagram they post, yeah. Okay, so my question to you, though, without the whole uh, post thing and the drama, even though I love the reality TV stuff. It's like the NBA. It, no, petty, I, petty drama. I love the <laughs> NBA. It's something crazy. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's something crazy every night. I love this league. Even though the Warriors just can't win, it doesn't matter. Where does Le'Veon go next year? I don't know. I don't really care. You don't really care? Not right now. Really? I don't care right now. What do you mean you don't care right All, now? That's something that I can devote my brain energy. Oh, I already know where he's going to go. Never mind. I already got this for you. Because they had to pay uh, Kareem Hunt after this year anyway, so they're going to go for Le'Veon. Okay. See, that's easy. Kansas City. Oh, my God. Screw Kansas City. They're a bunch of bitches now. Mm. They're so going after Le'Veon. Yeah, maybe so. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back in just one second. And we're back. Make sure to subscribe to the show. If oh, you're my God. <laughs> so the last game we're going to talk about is the Oakland Raiders and Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are three-and-a-half-point favorites. So I picked this game. And, yeah, yeah, you did. You're yeah. a douche. Well, I picked this game. One reason is because last week's Steelers-Raiders game was one of my favorite games I've watched so far Why? This year. Why was that a favorite? I get it because they blew it, but I – no, stop. Stop. All right, one – like, Derek Carr, when he has time to throw and he's throwing the ball down the sideline, beautiful touch. He can make some really pretty throws. And, like, seeing Derek Carr throw the ball well again was a lot. It was enjoyable to do. Because whenever he had Crabtree and Cooper on each sideline and he had the best offensive line in football, he would just stand back there all the time in the world, play seven Mississippi football, and he was great at it. I love the Raiders crowd, how loud it was for a team with three wins. Like, that place was... It was one of the loudest crowds I've I've heard this year through yeah, my wonderful. computer. They're suing the team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like great. it's it's a it's a shame. It's a travesty. They're moving from Oakland. I also I, I feel kind of like we've been wronged. I don't know. In a way, that's not the right word to say it. I feel like we've been 
we kind of have, have lived a worse life by not having some really good Raiders-Steelers rivalries because those two teams on the field just looks really cool. Like, I like the way it looks and the Steelers and Raiders play each other. I don't know what that even means, actually. It just I like, wait, wait, it looks what, cool. It, you, it looks cool? Yeah. What does that mean? When the Raiders and Steelers play each other, it just looks really cool. Okay, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, okay, <laughs> second of all, you chose this game. And it makes me so angry because it hurts me on the inside because I don't want to talk about either one of these teams. The only <laughs> thing I want to talk about is kind of the mistakes that Gruden make when it comes to this pick. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. What are you going to talk about that one, in a second? That's I got, what I was going to go on about. Now you're interrupting no, me. You're I, so rude I know, all the time. Rude. I'm very rude. The last thing I want to talk about, though, is the last reason why I picked this game. And it's because I love really bad football. Oh and my God. I don't know. If, I think I this think, is why nobody's going to click that damn button. <laughs> this is why nobody's going to click the subscribe. That's button. why it's they because su- of you. That's why they subscribe at the beginning of the show, so they don't get to this point. Of the show, <laughs> if you're at this point, you yeah. have to subscribe. Yeah, damn you, it! Yeah, I'm gonna find you, and I will hunt you down. And I will make you hit that button. Yeah, you want to find the pervert? Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> but I love bad football. I think it's from all the years of like Texans three and ten versus Jaguars two and twelve at the end of the year, where it's like week 16 and nothing matters. And like, no, you don't even know half the guys on the roster. And, you know, this year Houston's good. And like, I'm glad they're good. It's better that they're good than when they're bad. But still, I have this weird, sick, sad side of me that's like, I do kind of miss watching really bad football at the end of the year and watching Houston oh play God. really terrible games. And uh, it's been kind of taken away from me this year. And so now I've had to go find other really bad games to watch instead. So Oakland, Cincinnati, this is the really bad game I've talked myself into. And uh, I'm really excited for this one. Like I said, like it's kind of like whenever you're sad, you listen to sad music. And then you're like, oh, I can't stop being sad, but you listen to all the sad music all the time. And so it's just reinforcing being sad. It's like that, but with really bad football. I don't, I don't know what you <laughs> want me to say on anything that you just said. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, I'm so <laughs> done with you in some games. That you made me talk about. What the hell do you want me to say about Cincinnati and Oakland? That the assistant to the regional manager is just doing just fine. He, they, a lot. They made by the way, I'm not going to call him Michael Scott. So the only person that he can be is D'Angelo. He has to be D'Angelo, a.k.a. Will Ferrell. Okay. That's the only other person that he could be in that position. Marvin Lewis. That's who I'm referring to. Marvin Lewis is D'Angelo. Dwight is Hugh Jackson. I hate the Cincinnati Bengals more than you could possibly believe. Imagine being a Bengals fan. Driscoll and Andy Dalton are the exact same player. They're not. There's pretty much no difference between them. When it comes to the numbers, they're pretty much the same. They're not. Okay, either way, what whatever the hell you say, they're the same. 170 yards and a touchdown last week by Driscoll. You know what that's called? Andy Dalton no, numbers. That's called Andy Dalton numbers. What is Andy Dalton numbers? Dalton can be like the 16th best quarterback in football. Or he is. He could be. He is. No, no, no you're he right. Is. He could he is. be, but he's not. He Stop got it. hurt and his skill players got hurt and his offensive line got hurt. The only thing that's the bright spot of Cincinnati is Mixon. Yeah, he's a good vertical runner. That's the only thing that's good about well, the like, they entire lost Cincinnati team. Ross looks better, too. Even though it doesn't make sense. Like Uzama. Cincinnati is down by 14 points in the fourth quarter in games. And you know what they're doing? Hey, let's run Mixon. We're down <laughs> by 14. Hey, I said run Mixon. I can't believe that they may actually make Hugh Jackson the head coach. Like I, I have a friend who's a Browns fan. I was texting him after the Texans game. 
And he was like, I was like, I'm so glad I didn't watch this game because Hugh Jackson got fired. And I kind of like watching the Bengals too, mainly because they're, they're, it's so funny that they have all these grown men running around kitty cat jerseys. It never, it's never not funny to me to see like, you like a grown like 32 year old man wearing tiger print. It's just the funniest thing ever. And uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that you're so satisfied with yourself right now. It's just so, it's the funniest thing ever. And I was like, well, you know, I'm really kind of devastated that this is true, that Marvin Lewis could be the head coach, or he Jackson could be the head coach. Are you you're still <laughs> laughing right now? You are laughing at your own little jokes that you have. By the way, first of all, I know your story's a lie because you said my friend. You don't have any friends, okay? I have one Let's friend. Just, no, you don't have a friend. <laughs> Nobody is. You don't have any friends. He lives up here in Ohio. I've made friends with him in Kentucky. But oh, that's what, a damn what, lie. What makes me sad, though, is they make Hugh Jackson that coach. I can't watch the Bengals at all anymore. Oh, wait. Kentucky. You talking about Sam? No. Whenever I moved to Kentucky that summer to work for that baseball team, it was in northern Kentucky, like 15 minutes south of Cincinnati. And one of the friends I made there is from Cleveland. And so now Hugh Jackson may be the coach of the Bengals after this year. And I, I would I would stop watching the Bengals if I was a Bengals fan. If they made Hugh Jackson the head coach after all this Marvin Lewis years. So you met Hugh Jackson. I didn't meet Hugh Jackson. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, you were just giggling about it. I thought that's what we were talking about. What are we talking about? What meet Hugh friend Jackson. do you have? You're a liar. You don't know him, right? He goes to a different school. He goes to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a bag of sand, right? Yeah. That's, a, that's what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Either way, can we please go back to the main point here? Why are we talking about Oakland and Cincinnati? Because it's a really bad game. This and I'm is awful. You're the worst person. I'm excited for it. All right. So my question to you is, I actually let me let me apologize because I was big on the Gruden trade of whenever he of Khalil Mack I was we talked about the fancy football trade. yeah I, I said no it's a bad trade it, okay here's the thing I was also kind of not big on Dallas trading away a first round pick for Amari Cooper however it seems like everybody was wrong because both Chicago and Dallas are about to win their divisions. Yeah. And the only thing that has truly changed with both freaking teams is the player that Gruden has traded to them. He is going to have a 20-30 pick for each of these teams. In your opinion, even though he has three first-round picks, was it worth it? Well, no. Well, I'm, I'm going to trade Cooper again. I'm going to trade Khalil Mack, though. So my whole thing whenever it comes down to it is Gruden coaches apparently on a style where he's yelling at the players. It's an old school way where he's cussing. I love everybody hates reactions on the sidelines. Yeah, I mean he makes the funniest you, faces. But you can just tell it was Chucky. That's yeah. where it comes from. But my thing is with other players being traded that way, them knowing that he's kind of an asshole. Don't you think that free agents would kind of hold back of joining the Raiders? Same thing with uh, college young players now joining on the team. I mean, listen, it's not to say I don't enjoy the coaching style. It's just to say this society is so sensitive that the new players coming in along with the free agents, same thing with the NBA players. Oh, I don't want somebody yelling at me all the time. I want to do what I want to do. 
Not to say Amari Cooper is like that. It's just you have to talk to certain players a certain yeah, way. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's also like when you're doing something, it's more fun for it to be fun than to be angry and serious. Yeah, all the time. yeah, I get that. And like, I mean, my thing with the Mac trade has always been that even if it's a top five pick, if you make a top five pick five times in a row, you're probably not getting players good as Khalil Mack. And even though you're about to have to pay him, like you're he he accounted for ten point two percent of their defensive plays last year. And they were still a bad defense. And now with them, they have the worst defense in football just about. And, like, with – I mean, Chicago was also like, – it wasn't just adding Mack. It was also adding Matt Nagy, putting an easier offense in for Trubisky, uh, getting Allen Robinson, putting Trey Cohen in more of an, I guess, expressive role. And, you know, those sorts of things. They made a lot of different changes over there too. But, yeah, like, Mack is – you know, he's like Aaron Donald. He's like J.J. Watt. Like, he's one of those guys that you just can't find it all anywhere else. I think it's kind of funny because, all right, I, I, I'm so glad you just went on a, a damn spree about Mac. Can you talk about Cooper now? Thank you. I would. From I would a twenty have... to, but here's my point: from twenty to thirty first round pick. I mean, come on, that's so worth it. Yeah, for well, a guy that's for sure for Dallas. It's, I yeah, mean, I think it's a good trade for both teams, though. Because I don't even think it's a good trade for now the Raiders, which I'm taking back my point. I was wrong is kind of what I'm saying here. Because no matter what you tell me, with what Cooper is producing on the field and what he has given Dak, which is confidence, and the offense confidence, granted, it looks gross for three quarters, but at least in the fourth, we're the greatest team alive. I just think it's funny because if you're telling me a 20 to 30 first round pick would give me Amari Cooper... That is worth it every single time. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, Oakland, they're rebuilding. And they shouldn't have started rebuilding because they had, like, key They need to give away Carr. I think they need they're to going, give away I mean, Carr. They're, they're not going to – yeah, they're going to try to trade Carr. Jacksonville needs to get him. I have one, I would take Bridgewater to go to Jacksonville so badly. Why? But, but Bridgewater can't hold it's up. It's a different conversation. Oh, God. Wait, and, what? Uh, we don't have time for that. <laughs> And so, but like, they rebuilt it before they needed to actually rebuild. And I think Gruden wanted to start from scratch, build an entire different league team in his name, in his style, in his identity. And that's what they're doing there. And it sucks. And also, it sucks him moving from Oakland. I think Oakland, that environment last week was a lot of fun to watch. I don't think I'd ever want to go to a Raiders game because everything I've heard about is that it's a terrible, despicable place. But through the television screen, it was fun. And Wait, hold on, hold on. I question you before you go on. Would you go to a Vegas game? Over an Oakland game. I really go to an Oakland game. Oh, okay. Because Vegas is like warm. Everybody's just like there to party and kind of have fun. Okay. It's like a side attraction. Oakland, this is it. <laughs> right. Like, this All is right, live. Yeah. If that's what you're saying. All right, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, Oakland may not know where they're going to play next year. They're yeah, talking I, about Reno. Yeah, it's up. They're talking about the UNLV Stadium. Yeah. Maybe playing San Diego. Maybe playing San Francisco. Come to San Antonio, Come to San Antonio, baby. baby. I'll be dressed up like a gorilla or... They're silver a, and th- black already. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. We could... I would dress, I could dress up as a cat in the hat. I okay, get I don't know what you're talking about dressing up. If you what go, you if you're so Ra- weird. If you're a Raiders fan, that's what they all do. They dress up like Darth Vader. They dress okay, like Darth Vader. you Lowe. said cat in the hat. Yeah, I'm going to be an Oakland Raiders that cat in the hat. That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? There's a guy in a gorilla suit. You're dress up as an Oakland Raider cat in the hat. Yeah, there's a guy... And I don't... You don't know what I mean? There's a guy in a, a gorilla suit at every Raiders game. That's, That's what they do for different. Raiders That's games. a gorilla suit. A cat in a hat. Oakland, <laughs> Oakland Raiders cat in the hat. I don't want to talk to you. That doesn't make any well, sense. Well, hey, if they come here next year, we're going to Raiders game. I'm the cat in the oh, hat. Oh, dude, we're so going to a you Raiders game. You can pick something game. else, you know. You can be like 
I'm not going to be a cat in the hat character. Yeah, you can be like, I don't know. Why don't we do like Sam I Am? Like, I don't know who that is. That's Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, uh, no. I want to be the cat in the hat. You you mean like Aquaman, Oakland Raider. Why don't I be Aquaman, Oakland I don't know. Wait, did you just say you want to see me in a Speedo, you pervert? No, it's not summertime. That's though. what you said. It's God, not. Do you make me go uncomfortable? I'm going home. <laughs> Good. We do need to end this. <laughs> we do need to end this. Um, but yeah, if they Oakland move to San, San Antonio for a year, we'll go to Alamo Dome. I'm gonna turn to Oakland Raider cat in the hat if we do it. I'm not going with you. It's fine. All right. I'll make some. Just I want you to invite that one friend you say you have. Damn hey, lie. He goes to a different school. He's yeah. not a Raiders fan either. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's all we have for tonight's show. For a quick recap, uh, let's go through the picks here. Real, oh, who did you pick for this yeah, game? My bad, my bad. Even, I got so excited about being about being Oakland Raider cat in the hat. All right, so the Bengals are three and a half point favorites. Who do you have in this one? All right, I actually have the Bengals because Driscoll is better than the Red Rocket. I think that we have <laughs> proven that tonight. It's in Cincinnati too. I know. So I have Cincinnati twenty three. I have Oakland eighteen. Right, I have Oakland 31, Cincinnati 17. Good God. You got a lot of points by Oakland over there. What the hell are you oh, talking about? Oh, I feel about? really confident about this one. Seriously. Like, I feel more confident about this pick than all the other picks. Good Lord. And don't worry. For our audience, I will let you know how Spider-Man and Aquaman are next week. You have nothing to worry about because I know that's what our fans are looking that's forward to. That's what they're to. listening. That's why they tune in. That's yes. why they're. That's why they hit that subscribe button. Is because <laughs> oh of that. god, back on the damn button. All right. So to recap, I have the Chiefs thirty-one twenty-eight. You have the Chargers thirty-five thirty-one. For Dallas Indy, I have Dallas twenty-seven twenty-five. You have Dallas twenty-seven twenty-six. For New England Pittsburgh, I'm New England thirty twenty. You have New England twenty-five twenty-one. And then for Oakland Cincinnati. I have Oakland 31-17. You have Cincinnati 23-18. And then on the year, uh, I have four games on you at the moment. Don't worry. We'll make a bet. And you know what? We'll have I to turn like, it in. We'll figure out something we can turn yeah, it into. Yeah, you're going to take me to a lovely dinner. I feel like we should bet in the playoffs too. You're going to take me to a dinner. As long as you bring the speed out, I can do that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's after dinner. That's like kind of where maybe if the dinner is good enough, you get the speedo. But if the dinner is not good enough, you get nothing. That's fine. <laughs> it just makes me have to up elevate my game, my personality. Oh god. That's why I have yeah. that's why I have a friend who That's why you have that school. one friend in Ohio, because that personality. He goes to a different school. Alright, well thank you for listening, everybody. I uh, will be back on next Tuesday night to talk about the Texans Jets game. i I can't believe I'm gonna spend my Saturday afternoon watching this game. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a it's a mental illness, is what it is. But we're back on talking. And we're gonna talk about the game for 40 minutes too, 45 minutes next Dude, Tuesday. It's your favorite thing. You love the Texans oh, man, because I you're such them. a fan, am I right? Yeah, God, I love God, them. I hate you. And then we'll be back on next Thursday night instead of on Wednesday, and we'll be previewing week 16. And it's almost over now. It's almost over. It's not almost over. But anyway, thank you for listening to Red Radio. My name's not Weston. Thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. It's not over on millions of followers. You'll always want us. I thought that was pretty good. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, Seems smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, 
maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>